One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We are back. You are locked in to the Litmus Podcast with myself, Swazza McKelly. And unfortunately, this week, Ben Hurst, the real Ben Hurst, can't be with us, but... To make up for it, today is the first Friday of, drumroll please, bum, 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 bum. the first of Black History Month it is October, we're kicking off and yeah, to celebrate all things Black History Month, um, the next four Fridays will be focusing on creators from the Black British community who are doing amazing, amazing things and so this week we have got three incredible guests that go by the name of Tom Mucci, Eric Shango and Mo Mansare, who, if you do not know already, all star and feature in the Barbershop Chronicles, which sold out everywhere and is currently on tour. This week and next week is going to be split into part one and part two, talking to these three and just chopping up what's it like to be in a sellout show, what's it like to work together, what's your bloopers, what's going on and what's life like as a creative. So yeah, without further ado, here's part one. I have got the one and only cast, three members from Barbershop Chronicles. We've got Tom Mushi in the building. Mm. Hello, Mr. Tom. We've got Eric Shango. Come, Yo. Come on, come the on. The Shango. I've realised people don't call you Eric. They just call you Shango. Shango. Yes. <laughs> 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 you call me Eric, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. And I've got Mr. Mo Mansare. I love you, man. I love you. I love you. You got me. You got me. It's these two really. Mansare. Thank you so much for coming down, um, joining us on the show. It's a pleasure to have you. How are you? Thank you for having us. Oh, you're so polite. Now, let's chop it up real talk, you know. Okay, first of all, I just need to say that this is not just any interview. As much as I want to hear their stories, I just needed to appreciate, acknowledge, and celebrate these three young men for what they've done. Back-to-back sellout shows, you know. Barbershop Chronicles is not a mess-about show. So congratulations, you're about to head on tour. We just needed to grab you before you go and let you know that your talent and just who you are is a fine representation of just the talent that we have across the board. So first of all, yeah, just want to say thanks. God bless you. Hey. Um, so yeah, so should we dive in? How are you feeling today, Mohammed? What do you want to talk about? I feel good this morning, man. Yeah. With my brothers, with Swazi. Um, yeah. Uh, how, how are you feeling? I feel good. Good, good. 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 Know, where, where God is good. We where should just start with the show, innit? Okay, cool. Start with the show. So I came twice. Yeah, and I'm seeing you two doing KKK before, and when I walked in, now listen, yeah, when I walked in, I didn't realise that the beginning of the show is just, like, like, oh. yeah, like a party, like you just walked into a barbershop, yeah, and yeah. although I don't walk into barbershops very often, <laughs> yeah. I felt very part of the set, very part of the, the vibe, and so I'm guessing that was very, um, orchestrated, that was, yeah. that was very intentional. To an extent, I'd argue, I'd, I'd say, and, um, I think within our, within, Barbershop people have different roles, like mm-hmm. non-official or non-informal roles. Mm-hmm. But within this barbershop, we have formulated our own roles. <laughs> you have barbers, you have choreographers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every dance. You have choreographers. Every dance. 
You have uh, you have woos, people who woo. Who woo. Woo. I'm a, I'm a this is the woo we're in. Uh -uh. Because you see, so the trans. The, I mean, okay, transitions, we have transitions in the show. Yeah. And some, you see certain guys singing their harmony to all the beautiful ladies. Ah, 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 ah. I'm glad that this has come on the table. I'm glad that this is now in the, in the open. Oh, is this, is this unsaid things? Because right? I sit next to him. Wait. Yeah. And on some nights, when, like a, like a Friday night or a Saturday night, when ah. a certain demographic come in. Yeah. <laughs> Vocals from that were not learned <laughs> during our, our singing sessions just bust out. <laughs> I can't even every note, every octave. And then he sits down and looks at me like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud of himself. <laughs> but if if this was such a wrong doing, I only did it once. But if this is such a wrong, what? oh, I only did it twice. I said, <laughs> if this is so wrong, why is it? That my brother here, Mohammed, in the last couple of weeks, he decided to, he wanted to challenge me. <laughs> so now there's a duo. No, 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 no. So Eric is the vocal captain on the show. Right. Okay. So we follow are you leading harmonies? Are you? Yeah. So he's the person that keeps all of that in check. Okay. So when I saw that he'd taken the initiative to you know start spicing <laughs> the show, I said, "Well, my captain is doing it. I'm gonna follow my captain." Is that no, no, no. Follow the example, bro. No, Mohammed. Mohammed is inspired by Shango, so that's what oh. I said. Seeing as we're talking like about improvisations and additions mm -hmm. in terms of movement and dances, wow, wow. The, <laughs> we never, we, wow. we never, we never rehearsed the zanku. No way. And we never rehearsed bese. No way. But we have a choreo in the building. Listen, listen. <laughs> I've been told in my life to use every single talent you have. There you go. That's what I got told. There you go. Now remember, I joined this play in July. Some people are already doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm seeing backflips and splits, and I've heard legendary things that were done on tour before I got on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, what, what can I bring mm. to this play? And we have a 20 minute big, like, pre show, which mm. is as much for us as it is for the audience to mm. calm mm. our nerves, mm. come out and have, have a cup of tea, to relax, <laughs> you know, relax. And I thought, you know, dancing clears my mind. Mm. So I'm being free on that stage, you know, and, <laughs> and I want. You guys to be free, so I say, guys, let's learn this together. It will look cool. It will wow the the audience. Cause I've got, you know, he's got I'm, moves. I've got. I've been blessed by the the great architect of the universe. So, so uh, he's got moves. To, to, to bust a few little moves, and then, do you know what? My my mentee came in on the pre-show, mm. and you know that um Jenna bounce when we mm. Mm -hmm. we yeah, do that yeah, dance yeah. in it. I was the only one that did it on the day that he came. No he way! Videoed it. He had a video of me doing it by myself. Mm. And then on, like, probably later on into the run when we were all doing it, mm. he's like, how did you convince all of these men <laughs> to follow <laughs> your jam Jamaica ways? Now, if, if anyone comes to watch the show or you've seen the show, you'll know that Eric is very good at his job. Oh, yeah. wow. You, oh. Like to, you like to envelope your audience. Yeah. <laughs> it means that they this <laughs> bit of Oga Moga. <laughs> No deliberate attempt at all to advocate. Crinkum crinkum crinkum. I don't want to be higgy higgy haga. That's what you're giving them. Oh wow. What, wow. what was your best improvised moment? Wow. Because you guys have been running this show for time. I think so. I, I definitely know mine. Think, really? Yeah. I think it has to be after a mistake. Yeah. It has to be after a mistake. Yeah. To bring, because when it goes left, you fit. You know what it is with acting, yeah? 
you think you know your lines, you know mm-hmm. everything, like the parameters of the play and the world that you're in mm-hmm. until something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you have to understand more than just the, the, the obvious context of the play. So that, for instance, like if your character speaks a certain way, and for instance, they don't use like colloquial language or anything like that, you can't then turn around. Let's say a line is dropped or something has gone out the window. You can't mm-hmm. then turn around and say, nah, cuz, or whatever. You have to stick to the world the, that yeah. your, your character has built. Of so course. I think. I can't name one now, maybe one of the one of the brothers can, but mm. it's always after a mistake mm. and picking it back up. It's yours after a mistake? Well, I'm a professional, so <laughs> <laughs> mistakes are at a minimum. <laughs> but uh no, my, my good friend uh, Demi Ladipo is also in he plays the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jackets. <laughs> that's my enemy. That, oh that, that scene! Oh my gosh. Uh, Every you know, time. We came from uh, a very comedic background, so he was, we were always trying to juice the lines for any comedic value we can. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a character that, um, that speaks about African timing and <laughs> how Africans cannot be contained by time. And he came to me, he's like, yeah, I feel like there's a little bit more of juice that you can squeeze from that. I don't know what it is, but take it in, like, because you are essentially speaking for people in in the crowd. Yeah, in people the are going to be like, yeah, they can't contain us. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, let me go in. And then that night when he told me that, I went on Twitter and the little Kim dance was trending. Oh yeah. You know when she's like. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that looks like someone that is trying to like break free or something. Oh, I don't know what it is. So I remember the day it was sold out, it was a Saturday and it came to that line and I was like, Time can't contain. Everyone went electric, and I was like, I just, I turned and I just looked at it. I was like, Whoa! I I did that. I that was me, man. That was me. It's me. What does that feel like? Because that was something that you added. You added your own source. No, it was, it was, it was, it was euphoric. But it's like, it just makes you think that there's always more. Like there's always more you can get. Do you know why that line slaps as well? Because our show obviously is you know, a lot of black people come to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're late, innit? Yeah. Mm. I was just about to say. I've yeah. Like half hour late. 40, 50 oh people. God. You know what I mean? Like half 50 people. There's a lot of people. Bro. So once they come in late and they sit down and they hear that, they go, these people know us. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If you're 30 minutes late and then you hear time can't continue later, yeah. you're going to bust up. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I think it's, just, I think it's just a genius moment, really. Mm. Because when we see, this is the thing, it's like people ask the repeatedly, oh, you guys are doing the same show, then you guys get bored over and over again. And it's like, listen, the show is new to you guys every day just as much as it is new to us. Yeah. There are things that don't happen every show or mm-hmm. things that happen every show mm-hmm. like, uh, away from just the lines. Yeah. So when Tom did that, we didn't even know. Mm. So when he hit it, we're like, oh. <laughs> and then we're all looking at each other on the side, like mm-hmm. trying to stop ourselves from laughing. Do you remember yeah. when Corey did that? Oh, the, 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 the move. <laughs> It was that. Now wait. Now for us, I'm me and the rest of the cast. We're changing to get into the next characters, innit? And that scene usually gets a one-two laugh, and it's alright. One time, what we hit? I knew that there were black people in the house. Stamping on the on the on the on the in the in the in the stands in this that scene area, whatever. And I was like, why is this? What what's he done different? What's going on here? And one day, I ran out. Got changed so fast. I need. I kept missing it. Mm. I ran to watch the the into one of the vomits they called like the walkway. Yeah. And I've looked and I've seen what he's done. I'm like, <laughs> this guy didn't rehearse this. Bro. Yeah. He didn't rehearse this. Do you know what? You see when he done that, 
I turned and I looked at Tom. <laughs> it was that moment I was like, <laughs> what? that I like as well. I don't know. I, maybe it's because my, my, my humour is like... Well, I've got very vulgar humour anyway. Mm. I laugh at the most morbid things. <laughs> but I start laughing at stuff that people shouldn't be laughing about. Yeah. Like, because you've watched it so many times, yeah. you start looking at other things and you're like, yeah. oh, why is he walking like that? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And you start laughing at the way he walks or yeah. the way someone puffs up their chest. Mm. It's like, there's so much to watch. Like, I feel like now, if anything <coughs> is different, I can pick it up. Yeah. Mm. So, the little yeah. nuances, and that's when, when the audience says, doesn't it get boring for you? It's the little things that we see every night, because we do it every night, that yeah. they won't see, that keeps it, keeps it alive and fresh. Keeps What's, it fresh. What also is beautiful about this play, this production, this cast specifically, is that people spot things, mm -hmm. and like, everybody's warm enough to be able to give each other like, notes, but it's not so much notes like, to correct somebody, like, usually, it's kind of like, yo, you know you could go ham here. Yeah. Like I've, I've been watching you for. Tom came to me one time and was like, "I've been watching you for five shows, and I'm supposed to be." <laughs> I'm getting dressed now in my dressing room. Getting ready. This guy's listening to Jay Huss always. Shut and up. then Tom walks out. He, him, Elmi, Elmi Rashid, and I think Demi sometimes come to collect me outside mm -hmm. the dressing room, and we go onto the stage. And nice. then, yeah, his brother. No, don't make it seem like it's like <laughs> it? they get always late. They're <laughs> putting their perfume, lotion in there. That's why. Oh yeah. My parents told me to go to this the time. Stage, this so time, he leaned in and he was like, "Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk to you." <laughs> I've been watching you for five shows, and there is a mark that you that you can get more lights. We want you to get more lights, and I was like, "Oh." And then no, 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 listen, you don't make me look crazy. No, it's a good team. Listen, when I first saw it, I was like, okay, maybe it's just today. Mm. Then the second one is Grace. Then the third three ones I like to show to, to give me my evidence. Mm. <laughs> yeah. He has a spot where he comes in and there's a spotlight that has to hit him. Mm. And obviously it's for the people on the other side of the room. And I was realizing they might not see that. Yeah. If he's not in the spotlight, so I just need to, I made sure I watched it, I was like, okay, yeah, he's definitely doing it. <laughs> so I came to him and said, you need to get in your spotlight, put a mark there. It's just so... Oh, yeah. People need to see your yes. face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like... And you need other people to tell you. This is the thing, it's like, I, cause I can't see it. See, or, yeah. Because I have to like turn around and go back into the, into the light, rather than, if I was just wheeling forward, I can see the mark and I can stay yeah. there. Yeah. So it's like, it's just stuff like that, that people have your back, or even with one of my characters actually, like, I was a little bit, to begin in, like, in the beginning I was a little bit like hazy with yeah. the delivery of, of, of some of his lines and whatnot and it's just like the man that we're able to come in, we actually sat down at the table and he's like, no, like your character has power here and you yeah. can give him this and give him that and trust me, you're validated here and whatever, whatever. So it's just like stuff like that. that to pick each other up. Yeah, yeah. that we know that is, is, is just nice. And, just and that brings me to my next question here because before we get into everyone's process, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> As much as the show is bad, like we could be laughing from start to finish, and we do laugh from start to finish, but have there been moments that have made you want to cry out of just, I'm proud, like look where I am, look what I'm doing, look who I'm working with. Mm. Is there moments where you come away, maybe just the end of the show you think, that was a good show, just moments that kind of bring you back and just think, I'm really enjoying this right now. Um, yeah, definitely. For me, it was, there's been multiple moments throughout the run, just seeing how people's performances have developed. Yeah. And 
there's that saying of, you know, show me your friends, I'll show you who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're working with people that are performing at a elite level every night, mm-hmm. it makes you go, well, I must be doing something all right if I'm on stage with these people. Mm-hmm. But it was at the end of the run when we've done it, we come out, we took our bow, and I just took a moment, because normally we're off in it, just mm-hmm. get changed, go home. Took a moment to just look around the auditorium, and I was like, nah, this is, this is mad. Like, we, we've done this, and all these people, you've told them a story, and they, they by the reaction, mm. they related to it, and they embraced it. So I was just like, yeah, we, this is, this is, this is crazy. And in London as well. Yeah, yeah London, so, yeah. Yeah, for e- me, that's, that was my moment. Equally, I think, um, at the end of the run in London, because that time I jumped on in July, and I think there were moments throughout the run yeah. where I was like, well, this is my, this is my, whatever it is. But I think specifically at the end, um, the last show, and it's like we stayed, we remained on stage, and obviously we were just like, you know, showing, like sharing love and whatnot. But it's just the audience just staying there mm. to keep clapping, and I felt like they were clapping at our embrace yeah. of each other. We were, which, which was like uh, just a feat in itself. And, mm. um, uh, also, like highlighting what what Mo said about like just looking at how um, you're looking at who you're working with, yeah, and you have to look at the rooms that the people you're working with have been in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's like you have to take you have to take a second to be like, yo, raw, like it's, this is big, yeah, it's, it's, it's reality, yeah, it's reality. Yeah. It's, this is actually real. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could be obviously your life could have had possi- loads of possibilities in it, but. Your creator, the creator, <clears throat> has that like, you've connected with him and he's put you in this place yeah. with these people, and just by God's grace, that it continues to further and further and further mm. ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. We were clapping for that reason. <laughs> Mr. Tom, what do you think? Um, my kind of moment was um, I I had a, a good friend that I used to to work with and do a lot of um, online content with, so. It's probably my only white friend. I only have one white friend. And he came in to watch the show with me and... Obviously, me and them, we all used to do videos. Yeah. And he said this, there was a moment. That day, to me personally, as an actor, that was my best delivering... Of the show? Of the show, right. for me. And he said there was a moment where you and them were both on the stage and he just couldn't believe what was happening. Mm. It was just like, how, how have you guys said it? And then done it, mm. and you're and you're here, and the casting director that casted for this show, um, Louis Hammond, he came up after. He's like, yeah, this, today was just something else. Like you've really taken it on. Oh yeah, I remember. And yeah. it just hit me like, yeah, like one thousand people a night. Yes. Different, like even when I went carnival, yeah. Oh, bro. Every on a normal, <laughs> right, on a normal day, cute. yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, I would get stopped because of the work I did online, or because mm-hmm. people recognize me. But I got stopped because of Barbershop Chronicles. Yeah. Like I've never been stopped. Like I'm talking on the way to Carnival. Not even. I'm talking in Catford. People are honking their cars. I saw you, Barbershop Chronicles. Oh. Like, this is a play. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's merged with people that already had um, an online persona. I don't know what it is, but it's mm. like. We've, I think it's probably fifty thousand people we performed yeah. to. Yeah. It was it's it's just crazy. It's like even like I have a, a lot of friends that work in music. Um, I went to an event prior um, barbershop. He's like, oh yeah, I'm coming with the whole of Island Records. Wow. He's like 
there was like a chain email yeah. to every AMR, to every like all the artists, like they, they're all coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a plague. How was a is this working now? Yeah. Like, and it's just made it to be a part of it. Um, has made me feel really chuffed because I actually stood outside the National Theatre and prayed to be in this play, mm. like in 2017. Wow. And I don't want to forget because it was like one of those movies, movie moments because it was raining. <laughs> and I was probably like, was God, I know you can see me. <laughs> was there music playing in the background? No, I've, I've had music in my head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't listen to Usher while I'm praying, bro. But, and in full circle, I'm in the play with my friend. Wow. And, you know, meeting all these, like, I've, I've known more before I knew him, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, I've seen him. I called you the NYT guy. <laughs> like, but, um, it's just, it's just amazing. This is amazing. But that, that was my moment. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When I, was, I went to drama school, and um, not, through, not through any like plan, like, it was just like just one divine plan that I ended yeah. up at drama school. And we have like a, a showcase where all the industry come to watch and then that's how all of the talent like at the school, the students get scouted with mm-hmm. agents and whatnot. And the first piece that I presented in front of the class that we wanted to do as a group piece, because you get one solo piece yeah. and then you have to do a group piece. The first group piece I presented and I was like, I want to do Barbershop Chronicles. Stop it, man. Oh, These kind of stories. I, I, I promise The you. Lord makes no mistakes, you know. I presented it. Uh, with, with with two or three brothers, we did it, and our teacher, head of year, whatever you want to call her, was like, "Yeah, I feel like I feel like this will work for you." Mm. And I was like, "Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna do it. We might do it later." So I left it. Okay. And then huh. fast forward, yeah. maybe a month, literally a month later, I got the audition for that's, Barbershop. That's. So, well, what drew you there in the first place? To Barbershop? Yeah. I've never even I've never even been able to. I've never seen it. Yeah. But. I just thought, you know what, barbershop, it looks black. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard a lot of hype behind it, and yeah. I feel like this will work for me. And then I read it. I read yeah. the, I read the, uh, I read some pages of the play, or like at least half of the play. I was like, yo, this is actually mad funny. This mm. could resonate well. And then 
when we were doing it, it was just like, yeah, this feels good, but we'll see. Mm. We'll see. I don't feel like right, but right now's the right time to do it. Yeah. Then I just got to do it. That's so, crazy. Whoa. Bro, did you have a similar experience of seeing Barbershop from afar yeah. and now you're ready? You're like, whoa. I saw that play four times at the National. No way. So you already times. sunk yourself in. Like to the point where the, I saw Fesayo Akinade, who played Samuel at the National. Mm -hmm. I remember I came out the theatre and he's going home, innit? I was like a fan of bro, like, thank you so much for this, like, mm. just, just, just thank you. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I saw that part and I said, you know what, that's the part that I, I wanna I wanna do that part in. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um props to him because he delivered the work in a way where it made me think, yeah, like he smashed it and I thought, you know what, I wanna give my rendition of this. Yeah. Um so yeah, for me it was that I took my mum to watch it. And then another thing was one of the older actors in the play at the National at the time, Patrice Naimana, he's from Sierra Leone. Okay. And this man is like of an older generation. He's older than my dad. He played uh, He played Simpiwe, Tukoba Simpiwe. That's my favorite character. Um, yeah, mad character. And Patrice is like a master craftsman in his work. He's fantastic. But what got me was, I was looking at a man who was Sierra Leonean, mm -hmm. older than my dad, and he was a professional actor. Mm. And I asked him, he's telling me a story about how he got sent back when he was like 21, he was only meant to be there for like a month, ended up being there for like seven years, Whoa. came back, got into acting and I'm like, I, I, I was tearing up listening to his story because I had never met an older Sierra Leonean actor before mm -hmm. to perform at that level. So that was just an affirmation for me. And then to go back to what we're saying about, you know, looking at your peers and stuff, in theatre sometimes there's this thing of, um, if you haven't been to drama school, yeah. then you don't have the tools or yeah. you don't have the facility to yeah. go on stage and deliver the work. Yeah. But looking at people like Tom, mm -hmm. like them, who haven't been to drama school, and myself, I, well, I trained in musical theatre, but not like classical yeah, theatre. Yeah. It just makes me think we're breaking so many rules doing this play. Some of the things that we say, the people that are in it, like we're redefining what it means to be an actor and what it yeah. means to be able to, you know, to, to, to be in theatre. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to have that stamp of approval from a drama school yeah. or to rather and this and that and shout out all them schools because I've mm -hmm. got friends that have been there as well and they're amazing but it's not the only way it's not the only way. route especially coming from where we're coming from yeah not everyone has the opportunity to do that so mm -hmm. when I see my brothers on stage smacking it yeah and people go so what drama school did you go to oh I didn't I used to do you know things online and now I write and I yeah. do this yeah there you go like what more do, do yeah. you know yeah exactly. so for me just makes me go anything is possible yeah. yeah like we don't really realize the scale and the scope of what we're doing yeah. at the moment so go on but i just want to jump in there and just say that's why it's important as creatives as people watching this we just take time to stop and recognize that yeah. because what you're doing is rewriting other people's ways to get into industries that perhaps weren't being done before or not being done to the extent that you guys are doing it at so that when someone young or aspiring to me, oh actually that's how I want to do it I don't need to just go that route it's like uni or just like um, internships or apprentice like there's so many routes now mm -hmm. and you guys are living it out and mm -hmm. you're actually showing to people this is another way in which you can um, achieve what you want to do so yeah go on no it's uh, it's just yeah I think it's just this, this thread that we're on right now it's, just, it's really interesting because like I feel like every everybody's not everybody's paths are interlinked or where it is, but it's like there's a connection somewhere, mm -hmm. and I think it's a lot of it is to do with like faith and that journey and like just your heart and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like um, <clears throat> I spoke about this story to Tom a little while ago, and I and I, and I briefly spoke about it with Mohammed about like even how 
you see how we, we, we've touched on that just when you realize you're working with specific people mm-hmm. and the journey that they've been on it's like um i remember i met tom at wireless back in 2014 very recently not even anything related to what you nothing yeah. nothing related this time like you know he had his online persona and i was a fan yeah. of like tom in it and and demi and and the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> What's and his name? Jamie. Jamie. Big up Jamie, Big up Jamie bro. I was Big a fan. Jamie. I was a fan, and me and my my closest friend, um, we managed to like get into the VIP like the VIP area, and we're just there fanning it out. Whatever it is, like we're taking videos. Tom. Tom was a good guy because you know some people in life they're not good people. Man. <laughs> yeah. They can be good online but they're not good people. But yeah, was there had videos enjoying ourselves and whatnot, and then I think it was actually from that day. Um, me and my friend spoke about like we just had we've had enough with the life that we were living and we wanted to like break into our respective fields and um then the next time i encountered tom was you were doing a play finsbury park finsbury Fair. park, park Fair. now that's where i live in mm-hmm. park and um bumped into him he said yeah i'm doing a play oh yeah mate you're wireless yeah i remember you loosely and then that that that, that was that and then the next time i would then encounter him was when uh, we were doing this show, mm-hmm. my first ever, um, like, it's my professional ever, ever, anything yeah. professional ever, and it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Woo. God is good, man. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just basically, for me, the, the whole, the reason why I'm saying this is kind of like, in life, if you want something, once you've prayed on it and you've, you've asked for it, you just yeah, you have to just go to it. Mm-hmm. You just, you just have to yeah, do the, you just have to go to it. I had no clue of how I was gonna end up yeah. an actor, no clue. I just knew I wanted to do it, and mm. I prayed upon it many, many, many a time. And it's not that Tom or Muhammad are the benchmark in which this is proven, but it's like it's it's kind of like um, in it's a evidence. desert. Yeah, it's evidence that it's it's coming, mm. it's coming to pass. It's yeah. coming. Do you know what I mean? Because it's mm. like although. This is not his first professional job, but mm-hmm. it's his first ever play. Yeah. This is my first ever. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about whether this is your first professional or play or not, or whatever it is, but I know that this is land, like monumental. It's a landmark yeah. land mm-hmm. in So it's like this being, to an extent, the first thing that we're all embarking on. Yeah. It's kind of like it's it's just a testament in it to mm-hmm. like. Um, the drive, the work, the faith, the belief, and it goes into yeah, it goes into it, man. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just—it's just a message to anyone who's out there. It's like, in sometimes in life, you just have to go to it, man. Yeah. Like, you don't—you don't know how it's gonna happen, but yeah. just believe and, and and pray on it and mm-hmm. do the work. Do the work, and you'll get there, man. Yeah. Let me jump to Tom, mm-hmm. and you made a really good point just now about um, yeah, we know you from your online um, presence and just like your comedy. We love you for that, and it's just—it's so nice to now say that in a play people are honking and stopping you and saying rather than the online just being vroom and it can go anywhere people have gone vroom and come to you so what is that like because you don't know the level of reach that you've had until people are now responding in streets and you're just walking about minding your own business but did that shift shock you or or what was it like to to encounter that shift um for for example online is very um it was very new because um Essentially, when, when we were growing up, we didn't have all this stuff, mm-hmm. and there was all the people who were watching online. You can't f- feel them, or see them, feel or them or see them. Yeah, yeah. And they are they were actual celebrities. Yeah. Like the Asher D's and blah, blah, blah. You you need to know someone to be anywhere near them. But mm-hmm. the concept of online and doing your own thing and getting thousands of followers, people watching you every day, they feel like they know you. Mm. 
and then you you go and pick up your brother at school and there's like 40 schoolgirls outside all got their phones out yeah it's a next form of of fame but you're not it hasn't it isn't attached to to money if you get what i mean so yeah. it's like you're still being a real person you're still you're still taking bus and people will see like why are you on the bus so it's a so i got used to that and what learned to manage what that is like and what i don't like and i really wasn't a fan of the the flashes with them yeah like and so i got used to people coming up and people that were weird about it people that were like they can't say it so they'll be like oh where where, 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 where are you from i got used to every Every way people, Every just way people do it. Yeah. So when people are coming up for a barbershop, the shock was that, raw black people are going fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, we did this, like, we, we got them here. And mm. now it's a thing of like, I wonder what it means for the, the, the young black girl, or young black male that is looking at this and saying, okay, I could do that. Mm. You know, Tommy to, to did that, or Mo did that, Eric did that. Like it's, 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 it's that bit that gets me now. That that gets me thinking in a whole different yeah. place. But in terms of people coming up, I'm just, I'm, I'm just used to that now. Mm. Not in any boastful way. No, or, no, no, of course not. It's just I like be ten times worse. I would speak to them. I would speak to them. Oh, how are you? How was your day? Oh, you liked it. What did you like about it? And mm-hmm. I'll take time out. Before online, I kind of used to run. Because it's like, do what you do online right now so I can film it. <laughs> do you please up? Do you know what I'm saying? Say it, say it, say it, say it man. Yeah. Say it, man. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, my friend Bear likes you, bro. My friend likes you, you know. Like, I'm telling you, just do it, please, please. <laughs> and you're trying to get chips, bro. Like, and you can't leave because you have to get your chips. You have to get your chips. So you have to speak to this person. <laughs> And it became like a demand thing. Yeah. Like, and, but this is different and it's... it's see, I, I did that to him in 24. I, I apologise. I did it to you in 2014. I know. I I You're right, yeah? Yeah. You're <laughs> good, yeah? You're hard still. Bruv, he's nudging you under the camera. It was a bit random because your face was... Like... Blank. He wasn't smiling. He wasn't like... I, I, maybe you thought you didn't know how I was going to react. Mm. That's probably what it was, to be honest. It was weird because the way that it was set up, it was like... Mm. I remember because it was... Behind me was... Are you talking about Wiley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right, was, okay. it was... It was Section Boys, Stormzy and Crips. So, like I was aware of who was around. And then, it's, out of nowhere, there was just a guy there. And he's like, you good, yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> no, you good, blah, 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 blah. You, you, is everything right? Yeah, that's good, man. My fuck's your videos in that. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, man, love, 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 love. That's, literally, that's the words that you would use. Nah, that's not. He's the, oh, come nah. on. You're giving it a skewed perception of the, of the, But of I the love encounter. that, though. I love that. That was your first encounter. And now being a show with your boys and you're so just. So funny, give it, yeah. You're working together yeah. with your friends. Yeah, because I get a lot of questions, like. Oh, so what's it like working with specific people? Oh, like a couple of my friends from my childhood had mm. worked with more. Oh, nice. yeah, it's crazy. So they were like to me, yo, um, um, yeah, what's it like working with more? What's How it like working with Does it still take long to come out of the change room? Does, does it still do the splits every time you get the chance? <laughs> does it still do backflips? <laughs> oh my! And then, and then, no one has, no one has said that. Does it still do backflips? 
no one has said that. But they were like, yo, like, it's, it's, it's inspirational to see how far they've, like, how they've come. Like, I went to the theatre the other day mm -hmm. and I was talking to a producer of the show that's currently at the Park Theatre, where Tom was at. And he was like um, to me, he, he had a friend that was visiting me, watching his show. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I've seen you, you're in barbershop, blah, blah, blah. You're working with Mohammed. Mansory and I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's my guy. He's, he's like, he's, he's amazing, isn't it? She was like, yeah, yeah, nah. Like, I went, to, I was in the same rep, like, um, I went to the same youth, youth national youth theatre. Oh, and sorry. I think there's a system. Once you graduate and then you go to like the rep company or something like that, you have to audition. Yeah, yeah. And they were on there. She was like, yeah, they were like global superstars to us when we were growing oh up. Oh my god. Growing up. So I was like, did you ah. See what Mo just did. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, he said you graduate. No, you have to audition. No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I had to audition. Like, no, I, got no, no. I got in. It's a good thing to yeah. know, of course. Even Tom and Demi, like, oh, what are they like? Are they still bare funny? Like, I was like, listen, did you watch Family Lamb, bruv? Mm. <laughs> did you watch Family Lamb? Have you seen Enterprise? Yeah. <laughs> are these guys funny or not? <laughs> Why are you asking me stupid questions? <laughs> Come on, what's the show, bruv? And you yeah. see, do you know what I mean? Like, so it's um, it's just like it's just been honestly, there's been like um, lessons learned and, mm -hmm. and things like in terms of the craft. There's been things that we've we've acquired along the way. Mainly from each other, actually, mm. but um, it's just been fun, bruv. Yeah. Like, honestly, for this to be the first thing, it's a little bit kind of, it's almost like a bit of a downer. Yeah. Because you feel like you'd hope that every sh job that you embark on thereafter yeah. will be this fun. With mm -hmm. 12 hour black, black men. Do you know what I mean? I was, was going to ask you about that, you know, like, what is it like to now jump into another show where the expectancy and the high is up here, and yet if it doesn't, Hey. Uh, no. I, still, I still have to deliver. Who deliver? Yeah, no, no, no. Not to say that you won't deliver. Of course you'll deliver. Yeah. But the the I don't know the family vibe. Like everything is different, isn't it? Every job is going to be different. Oh, so you're, you mean like going into the next job and? Yeah, that's not barbershop. Oh, no one's going to try. No one's going to no be like, oh, what are you guys eating after this? Or, yeah. Oh, what are you guys doing after the show? Right. Oh, let's go wireless. Yeah, 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 like it, I get it. I There'll get be equivalents, it. but it won't be the same. I know. There was one day where um um. It's been, oh, this is, it's, I'm thinking about so many memories that it's actually bare fun. There was one day somebody gave me a bag of jollof rice, a bit. Just a bag? We had it in the fridge in our dressing room, but when I saw it, I was like, is that a bag of jollof, bag? In like a clear see-through bag. And it's a, it was gone within a week, you know? Oh. Within a week, couple of days it was couple gone. Couple days it was gone. In one, I, I had, I had, so I had it. I forgot, then I forgot that I had it in the fridge, didn't it? Somebody like that, here's this bag of jollof, take it. As a gift, as like, well done. That person loves you, though. It was a big bag, I could feed like at least 10 people. Kept in the fridge now, and then I think there was one show, like two show day, I just, I said, guys, come here, I got some, I got some. Like the wrong? Because I was about to go Nando. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. I said, don't go Nando. Someone's like, no, 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 I want grilled chicken. I said, don't go Nando. Come here. Welcomed everyone into the room, and I just pulled out the bag of jollof, bro. We went upstairs, we warmed that shit. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> hey! hey! We warmed that shit and we ate that, bro. Together. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's family. It's fair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then we're going away, we're going to be staying with people, and like, it, it, particularly when you're away from home, yeah. we have nothing to rely on but mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm. In terms of entertainment, in terms of like just conversation. Mm. And for 20s, out, just saying. Like FIFA's coming on tour. Oh, so it's you're gonna have time for FIFA, yeah? Oh, 100%. Okay. Some people were talking recce and I'm ready to show them more. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the battle's people. already begun. Well, Tom. There's a month of grace to learn the game. And you're not gonna play on my PS4. Tom. I don't know how you're gonna learn it. Don't worry, I've got PS4. Oh, good. Oh. Well, you better, you better be learning because. We, don't worry. We, we've got that We've got that challenge ready. Don't worry, bro. Don't worry, bro. <laughs> in answer to your question, in terms of like moving on. Oh, okay. On, 
well, the, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. one. I think we, I think we're all very aware that this is this is not normal, mm. and it is like a let me not say once in a lifetime thing, but we're 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 it's a this, bonus. yeah, it's a bonus mm. to be working with these guys and the fact that we're all on a level culturally and you know and we can relate to each other like that. That is just something that we're lucky to have. But the next job comes around. It's all about the story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the story is one that you care about like that, yeah. then you approach it in the same way. Mm-hmm. And you, you, it doesn't. Not to say that doesn't matter if you get with your castmates. Of course it does. It's just business, we're as, all usual. Pa- business as usual. Yeah. But we're all passionate about this story. Yeah. And that's what we're all gonna take onto the next job. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Of course we know that this is not. It's not normal, isn't it? But yeah. of course, because you've been in those spaces before. We've, yeah. we've done those jobs before. Drama school. You've yeah. been in that same before. So we just know how to handle ourselves in. Mm. in in each situation, so I guess. That's what I, can say I guess the, also the show is kind of like, the, sorry, the energy that we have amongst each other is it. It's it's a result of the show. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. had the story been a little bit different mm-hmm. and maybe we're doing a little something a little bit different, there could still be twelve black men on stage, mm-hmm. but maybe that affects our energy mm-hmm. off stage. Yeah. But where this show is reliant on our chemistry, mm-hmm. we find it incumbent that we must. It, it's organic always, yeah. but it's like. Just you need to always bring warm energy there, yeah. and if there's a day where somebody ain't feeling too up to it, it's like you can almost see the group rallying around that person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, just that little extra. You good, yeah? That, yeah. That little, you know, you squid a little bit, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the nods. Yeah, that double nods. Yeah, usually it's just yeah, we're saying you good, yeah. and then you move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. you good, you good, move on to the next one. But sometimes it's that. Exactly. Yeah, more. And, and yeah, and that's that's what this show is. Mm. That's what. Each, and that's also a testament to the people in the yeah. show for their heart. Whoa, 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 whoa. That is too many gems from these three guys. Eric Shango, Tom Mucci and Mo Mansaray have absolutely just dropped gem after gem for the last however many minutes. So I think we need to take a break, guys. This is the Litmus Podcast and we will be back with part two next week, Friday. So don't miss out. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. See you next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 